Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Thursday, July 2nd edition of Listen and Learn or Not. I'm Anna D. Always an emotional mess. <laughs> and maybe people are okay with it. It's who I am, people. It's who she is. <laughs> And we have Lori Ann Hardy of Warmer 6.9. You, you doing okay there, buddy? Yeah, it's pretty lonely. Actually, today I've seen the most people ever. Of course, we're all wearing masks and keeping our distance. Yeah, in fact, our engineer thinks I'm stalking him because <laughs> we keep showing up at the door at the same time. He's like, I know what you're up to. I'm like, oh, no. Is it John? Rob. Oh, oh I know him. I've I know him he's for funny. 20 years or so. I know. He's the robotics oh. guy. <laughs> but no Claire today. Oh, I know. She's busy. I don't know if Fitz is having his baby. I don't know if that is what the deal was. Because she's but... really pregnant. Yeah. Not Claire, but Fitz's wife. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> With and, twins. Uh, yeah. We wish them the best. We don't know what the, the deal is if they're in labor, but if that is the case, and if it's not, we wish you guys the bestest. I know we, you and I both know pregnancy in the summer. Oh. Oh. And during a pandemic, for heaven's sakes. And she's having twins. Girl, <laughs> oh my, oh my. we are feeling you, and, and right. we're feeling you. <laughs> Well, we have so much to talk about. May, may I do a short follow-up to last week before we, we move on? Well, it's because not, I don't think it's moving on. I think it's the same thing, but please. Last week, I, I made a, some observations that caused me to complain and cry, and I know I better follow up. I realized that I haven't really said out loud why I got more emotional than usual about church. The church I'm in, I've been a part of for 20 years, but I'm a cradle Catholic, so church is a big, big part of my life into my entire family. Got married at the church I'm at now, both kids baptized there, my oldest got confirmed there, they've been altar boy and girl there, and I've been in the choir for 20 years now, my husband and I were leaders and speakers a couple times for the ministries, so they, they know us, we know them. And my husband is African American, and therefore our kids are too. Yeah, they're biracial, but most people would see them uh, and say they are black. We've raised them Catholic, and it's important to me that they feel like they belong, uh, which our church and its staff and parishioners have done a great job doing through the years. The Catholic Church itself has a bad history of perhaps promoting racist practices in the past as recently as the 20th century, and critics have often called them out for maybe inadequacy on fixing those racial tensions. As of today, July 2nd, 2020, we have had civil unrest, but we have also had an awakening, mm -hmm. not just in our country, but globally, and here, white Americans are waking up to racism, and it's almost impossible to ignore. So, every Sunday in June, I had listened to Catholic Masses online, as well as Masses of other parishes in other cities. I have been listening for anything resembling them saying anything about standing up for black lives, and in my search, I didn't hear anything at all but maybe a blanket request to pray for people facing injustices. And I'm usually okay with blanket requests for the general population, and I know that's what even my church does. But with the focus of our world specifically, 
about black lives are in real danger of police brutality or how they are perceived. And regular brutality. Regular brutality, how they're perceived and portrayed and therefore treated uh, in the raw end of every deal as a community. And I have heard them in the past being specific about who they request we pray for. So with all of it, all of what's been going on being so clear and present in the media and social media and even right in front of our faces physically with the protests, I was upset not to hear them say that they stand for black lives. Some may use the defense of having mentioned that racism is not okay. They have mentioned it, but for not, instance... Not okay is I, not good enough anymore. Uh, right, and I have, uh, I've seen them mention it, for instance, on page six of this week's bulletin. Oh. <laughs> or they have, like my church has what they call the Stations of the Cross, specifically to pray for racism to go away. And I love that. But again, the blanket request right now at this very moment is not enough to me like you just said, Lori. I want the words, the Catholic Church stands with black lives to be said out loud in a platform that everyone in the parish will hear. Because I am sorry, but not everyone's going to think to go to your website, church. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to remember to read that bulletin, church. Mm -hmm. Use Sunday Mass. Use your Sunday services as your platform to say it because there's where your base will mostly hear it. And yeah, it wouldn't hurt to put it out there on Facebook or Twitter. I don't think I'm a very demanding person. (laughs) But standing with with Black Lives, they they need to give it the attention it deserves and they need to let their Black parishioners know that they stand with them. And Anna, here's the thing. When you said, I'm sorry, but no, there's no sorry. You are standing up for something so important. And you right now are speaking to people that are going, oh, my goodness, I need to do this in my church. Yes, yes. I know we're, we're, I know there are some that are getting there. You know, we have we have different levels of Catholic Church. I know, and I just found out we have different levels of Lutheran Church. Some more, maybe more, as some may say, progressive than others. In fact, Lori, the church down the street, I was jogging mm-hmm. this week, and they had these uh, LGBT flags on top of their sign that says their church name, and these little spinny rainbow spinnies, oh, yeah. uh, and rainbow re- representing their their flag, just spinning all over the place. And they had tons of them to get everyone's attention as they were driving by or mm. walking by. So uh, I talked to um, a member of that church. I happened to run into him as I was jogging and taking the picture, and he was explaining that, yeah, you know, not every Lutheran church is on board, but we in my community are. And so I was really happy to see that. So, Lori, the follow-up to my thing from last week is this. Um, My friend Catherine, whom you have had tea with at my house before a decade ago, (laughs) (laughs) she is my Chris Cuomo to my Angela Rye, and I'll explain that later. She gave me, Catherine gave me the latest word from Pope Francis. Remember Mm -hmm. um, last week, Whoopi Goldberg begged to please 
to please say that he stands with black lives so that the entire church will follow his lead. So this AP article Catherine sent me from yesterday quoted Pope Francis as having called it the sin of racism in the past and that more recently asked Catholic journalists to overcome, quote, diseases of racism and injustices, unquote. So, so good, good, but and it's a big butt. I said big butt. I still <laughs> she loves I, big butts. <laughs> I, I cannot lie. I, I still want I still want Pope Francis to say he stands with black lives. I know he's saying racism, you know, is bad. I want him to say it. I want him to stay say he stands with black lives and I mm-hmm. want him to not just talk to the Catholic journalists. I want him to say this needs to be done by the archbishops and the priests. Uh, because the entire world world listens to you, Pope Francis. Many people are being very literal right now in things they hear. No one wants symbolic speak right now. I want them, I want him to say it as it is. If it is the truth to him to say that you stand for black lives. So what are you going to do, Anna, to make that happen? Oh, me? I am. This is funny because Catherine did, you know, she's she hears my pain and mm-hmm. she validated it with saying, when you are crying like this and in pain like this, mm-hmm. that means there is a wrongdoing happening. I believe that. They may not be really having malintent with but it. That's they, the problem. It might be truly ignorant, you but, know. But that's the problem, Anna. Yes, it is a problem. And and you remember when Claire said, when you grew up this way, or that is part of your culture to just not know, mm-hmm. to just not know. And right. no one, you know, I mean, I hope no one means to be bad people or means to hurt people or means to kill people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we know just not always going to be true. Um, but for for the folks who really, truly don't know, I am praising Lori. I am praising people. I think you see this on my Facebook. I yes. am praising people of all races, especially my white friends, for really saying that they stand for black lives. They are saying it. And, and when people are commenting below about how they knew and know and acknowledge that they really didn't know Mm -hmm. that their black friends were going through what they have been going through all their lives on the daily. I am praising them for that. And I want, I am trying to cheerlead them on to, to keep doing it. As for my trying to get the churches and maybe my own church to to do something and say something. I'm still sitting back to see what they're going to do. We are going through something very unique right now in my church, and that is we are now transitioning to a very brand new priest. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to give the guy a chance. <laughs> I'm going to give the dude a chance. Hear what he has to say. I and right now, so unfortunately, I'm mean, no, I'm sorry. I don't mean unfortunately. Just the timing is is crazy right now because it is a holiday weekend. So I feel like even telling the people that I know, um, you know, hey, why don't we add this to our prayers of the faithful, which is when in during the mass you say, Lord, hear our prayer to all these little requests mm-hmm. and big requests. And that was the part of it in the past few weeks. I've been seeking for us to say something about black lives that we as a church stand with black lives and i didn't hear it for for any of the churches that i clicked around their masses with Mm -hmm. um so yeah the timing is crazy 
I think that this timing gives you a chance to sort out because you were the first one to call me out. I I've never I never felt like I was racist. But the more I talk with you, the more I realize, like you said, I haven't heard the stories. I didn't know my sisters and brothers were suffering. And you know I have black relatives. And so I was listening to our favorite, Brene Brown, and she had an author, Austin Channing Brown. Have you heard of her? No. No relation. She has written a book, and I'll tell you what, Brene Brown said that she threw the book. She started reading it, and she threw it. <laughs> and uh, Austin said, and she's she seems like a young woman, um, not like a teenager, but maybe early 20s uh, or mm-hmm. late 20s. She said... Mm-hmm. Every white person tells me they throw the book. And it was hard for me because she kept saying, white people, you have to stand up for us. And I'm like, this is what Anna was saying. And I have ordered the book. It's a little teal book, and it's called I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. And the thing, the things they talked about, I think she might be a scholar like Brene Brown, uh, words that I've never even, I, I mean, the things they're talking about, I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. But <laughs> it, it just shows the deepness, mm-hmm. the deepness. And I will attach her book site to our Facebook page when we download this, because it was pretty powerful. The one of the things they said, I can't, the word starts with a P and I'm sorry, I can't remember it. I was driving, so I couldn't take notes. So when somebody says something that seems racist and they get called out, a white person, they will usually say, but I'm a good person or I have black friends. Mm-hmm. Proximity. Mm-hmm. They called it proximity. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I just had to let my mind wrap around that. Because I think that it's easy for us to say, I'm a good person. And I love what Brene Brown, she said, I am here to get it right. I am not here to be right. And I think Mm. that we have a defensiveness in our white culture that says somehow, some way I have to be right. I can't be wrong. And so... The, the thing I loved about this was she really pulled out some deep things that I don't think we really think about. For instance, you're not black, but you have a black family. And I feel your pain when you when you when we talk and you cry. I love your children. <laughs> and I, I would know be you do. horrified if anybody treated them any other way but the brilliant, sweet kids they are. And you have told me stories. This started well before this big movement. I mean, this has been going on, but before this all happened, you were telling me stories. And I was blown away. I'm like, how did I not know this kind of thing was still going on? You got to make me cry again? (laughs) No. I just want to make sure that you know this, uh, Lori. There would never be a racist bone in your body. You are the you. You never hate people, and and uh, there there's absolutely no way that it would be 
really impossible for you, Lori, to ever be that person to hate another person of, of race. You're the person who called them your brothers and sisters. And so that is a first sign. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, one of many signs. Right. So, well, and I yeah. appreciate that. And I accept that. And it means a lot. I have a tear running down my face. But also, <laughs> there's things we don't know we don't know. I work mm-hmm. a lot with recovery, people in recovery, alcoholics, drug addicts. And one of the biggest things is we don't know what we don't know. So right. rather than standing on something we think we know, let's get curious. Let's get curious. And then the one thing she said is she said, white people, stop asking us what to do. You know what to do. And I thought that was really, that's what you had said. All of this. I'm like, does she know my Anna? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because it's felt all over. Mm-hmm. our country and all over the world. I, I, I think it's, it's a universal sort of feeling. It's also been my husband that he schooled me. I'm not going to pretend that I know exactly what it is to be living as a black person. But um, you have been discriminated for being I, I brown. I have been, yes. but I, I, I will be the first to say not as badly as the black community. Well, and, As and, a brown person, right. I can say that. And here's I'm the thing. Been. There's this whole thing about people saying, I don't see color. And I've never agreed with that. And I'm kind of proud of myself because now they're saying that. Yeah. But but honestly, when I met you, I didn't I didn't know you were Filipino. I, you know, your <laughs> you know, skin's sometimes... a little darker. But so, you know, and I think that I, it's not like I don't not see color. But when somebody is really black, how can you not see that color? They're black. And yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, I think. <laughs> right. Don't anybody say that you don't see color, please. Yeah. <laughs> do not say that. Right. We know you do. Right. Because <laughs> we know you're not black. That feels like denial. Yes. I, I've yes. heard good Christian people say, I don't see color. I'm like. Then I, so for the longest time, I felt bad because I see someone in the street, a a drug addict, and I think, oh, they're a drug addict. You can tell by they're acting weird on the side of the road. I see a transvestite. I know several of them where I live. I see them. Mm -hmm. I know what Mm -hmm. they are. It's not that I don't see them and I don't feel like I'm judging them because my whole goal is to love. And, yes. but we're, if we say we don't see color, I don't, I just, I felt like it, something was wrong with me. And now I'm actually really happy because I do <laughs> see color. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I just, but, I, I think everybody would do well to read this book because I'm, I'm, I'm writing it down. Too. I'm still here. Black dignity in a world made for whiteness. And she's pretty, you know, with Brene Brown. I mean, anybody on Brene Brown's like, oh, Brene Brown, this, yes. this woman, she stands her ground. And uh, what I will say as a white person, I'm not ever going to apologize for being white. But I will say Good. it is uh, we we should be embarrassed for the way we have behaved. And when we get called out, which we should, you hear me say this, should, I don't use Uh-oh, the word should, shooting. we should be called out on bad behavior. And when we are, we should take a knee rather than get defensive. And we should say, yes. tell me more, I'm going to listen, because we're here to get it right, not to be right. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I, there is one more thing that kind of ties into this, but I want to make sure that you have said what you wanted to say. Well, I did want to tell you that just kind of 
on the in the category of has anybody since Whoopi Goldberg um, right. and since last week said anything in the Catholic Church and she did send me another article and it was written by a wonderful priest that I wish I could always attend to services named mm. Father James Martin a Jesuit priest I I think I've told you about, about him, him too yeah. he says in this article written right after George Floyd so in the beginning of June I stand in solidarity with people lost to armed violence this year including George Floyd Breonna Taylor Ahmaud Arbery and many others I stand with those who stood with them in life and with those who stand with them in death and then deeper in the article he says mr floyd's murder is something that should enrage everyone but especially white americans and make no mistake the kind of righteous anger that is being felt when he saw the temple being desecrated in Jerusalem, remember that story, mm -hmm. and turned over the tables of the right. money changers in a rage. Yes. John chapter 2, verses 13 to 16. Jesus saw something holy being defamed as we do when we see a police officer's knee being pressed upon a defenseless man. And you know what I did, Ann Hardy? Do you know what I did? You tell me. <laughs> I read when I read that from Father James Martin, I was like Denzel Washington, who played the Angel Dudley in the movie The Preacher's Wife, <laughs> and I did that same fist pump and whispered, "Yes," uh, because that that is yes. what I want every Catholic church not just in Washington State, but all over the United States of America, to say, if I can at least have every priest under the Seattle Archdiocese yes. to just read Father James Martin's article to the congregation out loud as a homily uh, this Sunday, I will... I love you long time. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't mean to put two live crew in there, but you yeah, know well, I'm right. you've got to. Yes. <laughs> you just wouldn't be so. you. <laughs> So anyway, thank oh, you. Thank, thank you for you. letting me say that. I think we should also post that on the Facebook yes. page as well. I will. We, I will. Because okay. it really, truly is. That was what I was crying about mm -hmm. that I wanted to hear and I didn't. And yeah. when, when uh, Catherine wrote, told me about that, I cried again, but more joyful tears. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Talking a lot about being kind, but on the other hand, you look at that righteous anger. Maybe it's time for us to get a little anger at us for the things that were done. But there's also this level of unkindness that people are doing on Facebook. They're, okay, so I've seen you post on some things that maybe they were ignorant, but you've done it in such a kind way. So you're making a point. You and I both know there was somebody that posted something. And, and so you oh, found yeah. a kind way to do it. And I have taken down three posts because people have commented in such a rude way, not always mm -hmm. about Black Lives Matter, about different things. If we're going to be angry about something, then yes, let's be angry. Let's stand up and let's turn the tables over to make things right. But if we're going to poke people and just be mean. We are in a pandemic. We are in a world crisis and we have to be kind. We have yes. to find ways not to swallow what we're doing, but we can comment in a kind way. We can pass it up. We can hide them. Yes. Yes. But we don't have to be mean. And that was just kind of my thing is that there is a place for anger. There really is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not at everyone and everything in putting... If it's not our business, if somebody didn't wear a mask and they went in the store, can we just let it go? You know, right. <laughs> can we just let it go and not comment? 
I, I have a, a gal that's in recovery and she's, bless her heart, she works so hard. But if people that are commenting, she another friend of hers went home sick from work because she got tested positive for COVID. And she's like, why won't people wear masks? So she just went on a rant and somebody just lamb blasted her, said, my husband's sick, he can't wear a mask. And I just, I went on and I replied, I said, if you know this young lady, you know that she's not talking about you. She's talking about people that are just being rude and ignorant. She would never say anything to hurt you, her family, her friend. Last thing you want to do to an addict is jump all over them for for them caring about their coworkers. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, yeah, I I get you. I am sometimes feeling like... Some people just want to pick a fight Mm -hmm. to get away from the point of it all, to to get to the to the real heart of the matter, to to distract people from that. And that is, I maybe evil is just too strong a word of a word. But when people are trying to save other people's lives in a in a post, just trying to help, and then they're like, oh, and that's what's wrong with when people try to make certain things political. I'm so blown away with how people really love to muck things up. And I, I don't know. I don't know if really that's a form of evil. <laughs> that's kind of weird to say. Well, that's evil. But... Yeah, because we're stirring the pot. But before we go, I just want to throw this out, and we can talk more about it later. But I have been so sad this week, and not in a, oh, I'm depressed. I've been so sad because of Black Lives Matter, because the— the podcast I'm listening to and I'm hearing how we as a white people have been. But also I was listening to a podcast that talked about this new movie called Disclosure. Have you heard of it? Gosh, I feel like I've seen that from back in the 90s. Wasn't it like with Demi Moore and uh, Uh, Douglas? Well, this is a new one. And let me just read you in this. And it's free. In this documentary, leading trans creatives and thinkers, they share their heartfelt perspectives and analysis about Hollywood's impact on the trans community. And we, I I have grown up since I was nine as a Christian. I have had beliefs that I've always believed. And I am looking at these people who have suffered in black women black trans women are being mm-hmm. murdered anna gosh i thought i heard that and i'm like yes they why don't we hear this th- they are being murdered this movie isn't really doesn't talk about that as much as it just talks about it you would love it because you're such a movie buff and it's all about <laughs> hollywood and how yeah. how they have been represented and i my heart mm. hurt and i I have felt so sad that I I want to be humble enough to love. And when you said you walked by that church that had the pinwheels, I listened to one of my favorite authors do a podcast, and her daughter had come out. She felt like she was gay since she was little. She knew her parents were really involved in the church. She didn't want to lose her family because she knew how Mm -hmm. Christians perceived this. And so it wasn't until she was older and then her her family had to kind of go through this, come to Jesus. What do we think? What do we believe? And when you see people, you know, there's there's kind of this level of of gay that people kind of choose. Oh, I, I think I'll be this today and that today. We've seen that. But when you look at somebody who has suffered so because they've grown up 
you know, knowing and feeling different. And, you know, with science, we've taken the pill. We've, it, we've got things in our world <laughs> that could do these kind of things. It just made my heart hurt for so many people that have suffered under the name mm. of Christianity. Yeah. Under white people. And I just, I just felt really sad. And in a sad way in, what do I do? So I'm going to read that book. I watched that movie. I am going to educate myself any opportunity I have to say, like, like with me too. If you're in the office and somebody says something that is derogatory to women, I'm going to stand up. You know, and it's hard to do in this world because when we stand up, we get rejected. But you know what? Bring it on. Yes. Bring it on. Yes. I'm just so sad that we have we have judged people rather than treated them as beings, as creatures that we've everyone deserves dignity. Right. That we've said you you know, the trans, they, the feeling is you don't deserve to exist. That is the message they've gotten their whole life. Lori, can you tell me, does, does, did you say that Disclosure, there's also a book about okay. it? No, Disclosure is the Netflix Hollywood movie. The book oh, okay. is that gal I was telling you about, uh, oh, 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 Austin, oh, yes. Channing, Austin Brown. Channing Brown. I'm okay. still here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to follow your lead. Yes. Uh, I definitely want to watch Disclosure off Please ne- uh, Netflix. Please do so we can chat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, Our job is to love everyone equally. Yes. No matter yes. what. And if I get judged that for so that, important. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just kind of gotta. I don't know if if someone's offended by something you know is is right and you know right from wrong, and they should too, and mm-hmm. they're not going to go with it. Then, yeah, and no, we, I hear we, you. We all need a place to belong. That's what we love about church. And if there's certain groups of people that can't belong. What does that say about us? <laughs> right. So yes, and love diversity. Yeah, you, you diversity enriches you in yes. your life. And be curious. Yes, be curious. Radical curiosity. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> I love him. Well, do you have a um, a life tip of the week? I do. And it has to do around being curious. So Facebook, when somebody posts something that offends you, so what I did is I just took my post down uh, because the last thing I want to do in this moment of chaos in our world is offend people. But what I'm going to do from now on is I'm going to be curious and I'm going to say, tell me more about what, what you're saying. And that feels very vulnerable to me. So If I really, you know, if it's really an attack and it's just nasty, I'll just delete it. But I want a chance to be curious because sometimes people lash out because of something so deep in them, they don't even know what they're lashing out to. So if I can be a conduit and say, tell me more and be a little curious, even, even towards people that are sounding hateful, maybe I might make a difference. Yes. Be curious. Be curious. And let them ask. Yeah. (laughs) Remember that from last week? Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> yes. And take courage, everyone. Yeah. The, the support that you will get, you never know who's going to give you that support and it's going to mean so much and uh, and take it. And, you know, we, we move away from rejection. We move away from pain. And if we've learned anything in COVID, let's lean into the pain. This Black Lives Matter, these, the whole gay and lesbian people judging them, let's lean into it instead of trying to block it and not think about it. Let's lean in. Let's say, what can I learn? It's not going to be an evil that comes and takes us away and sends us to hell if we're curious. So let's lean in. Let's lean into pain. Mm, I love it. I love it. Oh, well, thank you, Life Coach Lori. Gosh, thank you, always Anna. a pleasure, my friend. <laughs> and thank you for downloading us and listening to our podcast. And listen sharing. Or not. <laughs> listen and learn. And we miss you, Claire. Yes, there wasn't enough <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, folks, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment below. Five stars. What do you say about five stars, Lori? Five stars are good. <laughs> Uh, Happy 4th of July. Be safe. Uh, Give your pets some extra love with all the fireworks blowing up in your neighborhood. Definitely. (laughs) And we will chat next week, yeah? Can't wait. All right. This is Listen and Learn. Or not. Or not. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) 